Bro, I be telling you, bro, she spray, spray gas on the stage. She hella funny, bro. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie Foster. Catch her on the stage, yeah, you know she's a monster. Hair done, nails did, always looking so proper. She the real deal like some homemade pasta. Everywhere she goes, she flow like the water. And she's too hot for y'all, unlike your mama. Always cool, no need for drama. She spit straight gas like a petrol llama. Straight gas like a petrol llama. Happy Friday! Got a new episode with one of my closest friends in LA. His name is Ramel. He is endlessly interesting. And we talk about everything. You're going to love it. So make sure and share with a friend this week. Um, and yeah, love you guys. Miss ya. Wish I could see you in person. Okay, bye. Hi guys, welcome to the next episode of Petrol Llama. It's not your turn to say hello yet. Um, this is my friend Ramel. He's one of my best friends in LA. And so I wanted- And the whole world. Oh, and the whole world. Um, so I wanted to have him on the podcast because he's super interesting and we have great conversations and he's such a good cute man. Welcome to the show, Ramel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're currently in Romel's living room. This is Bowie, Romel's dog. My main man. Main man. And I'm your main woman. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, okay, Romel. So you're from Mexico. I am from Mexico. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see my visa? <laughs> yeah, actually, this is more of a check from the police. Let's do it. Um, when did you move to the States? I moved to the States in 2003 to go to college in Boston. In Boston? Boston. Oh, you have a Boston accent I too? I wish, I wish. But Boston is my American hometown. Okay. I consider it. Do you still go back to Boston a lot? I don't, know. I don't go back to Boston. <laughs> wow, to what a hometown boy. <laughs> well, our Boston fans, yeah. shout out. Um, okay. Was it like always a dream to move to America? Like, why did you choose America for when college? When I, ever since I was a little niño, <laughs> ah, I mijo. wanted to move to America. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, it, it was just because of college, because they had a good school in Boston, as they do. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, you know, sent there. Okay. What? Like there was no colleges in Mexico you wanted to go to, or like why was there it? was a really good music school in okay. Boston, and it had a very unique program. So, um, you know, they, we decided that that was probably the best course of action. And was the plan like to go to college in Boston, 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 and then ooh, that was good. That was really good. Thank you. <laughs> and then go back to Mexico, or was it always to like? There was here? no plan. Okay. Was well, just, yeah, who has a plan at 18? Exactly. <laughs> it was just, you know, let's uh, let's send you there, or I wanted to go there, and then I guess, you know, see what happens next. Yeah, and what did happen next? I went to Vancouver next. Whoa, mm -hmm. wow, just trying out all the countries. Well, I just did two. In North America. In North America, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I was in Vancouver for one year, and then... And you were like, fuck this noise? Pretty much. Yeah. So rainy. Just a car wash. Was it cold? All the time. It wasn't, su it wasn't super cold. It was rainy. Okay. Just like rainy and, and gray. And, Pretty gray. And then to New York? No, 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 no. You never did New York. I did never you? did New York. I always missed it. Same. You know? It's the one that got away from me. Me too. I don't know that I have what it takes to tackle New York nowadays. No. I think I, I've become a bitch. I <laughs> well, that's true. Um, I think I had what it took in my 20s and now no more. Mm, right. Yeah, me too. I think in your 20s, you can pretty much deal with anything. And <laughs> deal with it, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so did you move to California after that? Yes, briefly to Mexico, but yes, mainly to California after that. And were you always, so you do sound design, which I think is great. I do, thank you. I thought you were an editor until you told me you did sound design. I mean, I am an editor, I guess. Sound editor. A sound editor. 
Yeah. yeah. Did you go to school for that? Like that's what you always wanted to do? Kinda, that's what I did in Vancouver. Okay. So after Berkeley, Berkeley was music, like taking music focus. Uh -huh. And then after that, um, I went to Vancouver. Yeah. I feel like you're <laughs> leaving something no, out. No, 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 I'm most definitely not. Okay. Um, every time I come over to your home, you mm -hmm. always have the best jams on. Hmm. How do you pick out your music? I honestly, I have to give a lot of credit to my very, I, I feel like I've worked a lot on my Spotify algorithm so that my Discover ah. Weekly is just dialed in. Prime? Yeah. Okay, so if one was to work on their Spotify algorithm, what would you suggest? I mean, that's a really big question. It really depends on what you like. Don't be such a sound snob and just give us some tips. <laughs> I would say, I mean, it really is just, you know, just weeding the bad stuff. And like being really careful to not ever listen to shitty music? I guess so. I don't even know how those things work. I feel like it's been a labor of years that I've now like reaping Whoa, the rewards. A from. labor of years. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I roll. What's your favorite sound in the world? Oh, shit. <laughs> I have no idea. Is it um, my southern accent? <laughs> <laughs> totally. When you and your family are speaking on the phone and oh are having God. your little family powwows, yeah. that's my favorite also, song. Also, powwow is not an okay word to say anymore. Really? Yeah. Am I going to get canceled? Yeah, I that might. was your biggest fear during this podcast. And what yeah. are we two minutes in? <laughs> I've already fucked it up. Yeah, so we Sorry, don't everyone. say powwow anymore. Why not? Um, because that Where is... Where does it come from? It comes from Native Americans. And they don't like it. Well, it's the same kind of thing as you wearing their headdress. It's like you it's can't, a them thing. Well, so they can say you, Yeah, it's like you can't take someone else's traditions that you've also pushed down. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's sense. like, hey, we took all your land and now we're gonna take your culture too. Right. So I think mm -hmm. that's where it comes from. I mean, it's not like you came on here and said the N-word, but I'm just trying to it's a teachable. The night is young. <laughs> I knew you'd be a good guest. No, no, no. Um, those days are over. Okay, those so, days were never there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your favorite sound? Um, I, I I don't know that I have a favorite sound. I mean, what you know, you're a designer. What's your favorite color? I'm not a designer. What are you? You're a are you a? Oh writer? my god! Aren't you like a, you're this a, is why Ramel is not my best friend in the world. He knows nothing about me. You're a are you a writer? No, you're, I'm an account person. You are. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yes. So you thought I was an editor? I thought you were, you know, in the creative oh, no. side of advertising. I'm I thought you were either one. a uh, CD or a designer or a copywriter, but mm -hmm. I thought more a designer. Probably because of your affinity for tits. Ooh. I mean, honestly, it's no account person wants to be like, oh, yeah, you're definitely an account person. <laughs> it, there's no good connotation to that. Yeah. So the fact that you thought I was a designer or a writer is actually a huge, like, oh, my God. Well, your house is also beautifully designed. Thank you. So, I'm really trying to dig myself out of this hole that I <laughs> Still feeling bad about yeah. powwow? It's okay. I'm not Native American. Um, actually, I'm a little bit. I did the. Have you ever done the 23 and Me thing? I've not. Um, okay, so I did it on a date one time. Um, I guess I had talked about on a previous date that I really wanted to do this, and so he surprised me on the next date and had bought two kits, one for him and one for me. Oh wow! But he's what Jewish, base? so it came back all Jewish, and I was like, "What?" So wait, what's the is it immediate? Is it's no, immediate. no, no, no. Which is like kind of like presumptuous move that we're still going to be speaking to each right. other in six to eight Solid weeks. Solid move, though. <laughs> Solid move. Actually, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, it just have that effect on men. Um, but the test itself is disgusting. It's like a huge test tube, and you have to spit and fill up spit through the whole thing. No, you don't. I swear to God, you don't have to give a pint of spit. It's basically a pint. <laughs> And so we're like mustard. sitting on opposite ends of the couch, like spitting into our tube. And by the time it's full, I'm like, you're going to go now, right? 
Because I was just like so disgusted. Is it with at my, least like it's so much saliva well, and it's it, not clear and then it's gross and ooh. But is it a, a black receptacle or like no, a cloudy receptacle? It's clear as day. Yeah, so you can see. And I was like, okay, mine is not clear now that my saliva's in it. Right. It was disgusting. Mm. Okay, so the results obviously it worked. They worked. The results came back. Yeah, and I'm from. He was Jewish. He, he was like a hundred percent, and I was bread. like, "So was this just a test to see if your parents were lying to you, or yeah. like what's going on?" But mine was all over the map. I mean, from Africa, from Europe, from hmm. South America. I was like, my family got weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think the South America came from? Like, mom or dad? side of the family Ooh, good question. who gets the weirdest is the question that's a really i never mm -hmm. even like thought to break it down yeah so my mom always told us that we were italian and i'm like 12 percent I mean, italian italians got weird all around yeah famously yeah um i had a lot of spanish in me but you know what's weird when i went to italy and i went to um palermo where my family's from Within an hour of being there, five people stopped me to ask me for directions. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, I found my people. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I cried in the street. But like, <laughs> <laughs> so clearly some of that has to be right. My dad's like, oh, well, I think we're like Irish and German. German was a big one. Mm. But like Foster, where's that from? I, you're asking the wrong person, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't know people's genealogy. Well, 23andMe told me that I'm a mutt and I'm from everywhere, which I found to be really cool, but I wish I would have known for college applications. So I struggle with college applications in that because- Currently? <laughs> constantly getting rejected. <laughs> and you're just applying to junior colleges. <laughs> just community college. Just take me in, guys. Um, but you- Maybe you know about this since you have a multicultural heritage, but I'm white. Latino is not a race. There is no Latino race. I think the race that I have to put down, if you look at the drop down menu, there's two questions. Now. There's ethnicity and race. Yeah, but in ethnicity, it's basically like Latino, Hispanic, or nah. <laughs> <laughs> or nah. Yeah. N -A yeah, yeah. I don't know what test you're taking, but that's what mine says. Well, there is no, I have to put when I point of this is when I click down on that drop down menu, I always have to choose white. Because Latinos are technically white. The race is white. The ethnicity is different. Isn't that weird? So you're brown and you don't get any of the benefits? I guess in my clearly I've been getting rejected on my college applications <laughs> based on that. It's not because you're white. Uh <laughs> 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 oh, this is fun um okay we met each other when did we meet in september or october oh i i um <laughs> you're good with dates when did we meet it's september october it doesn't matter right we met on a do you remember <laughs> then... <laughs> September. It must be September. Um, we met on a double date. Right. And we both of sorts. What do you mean of sorts? I guess, yeah. Okay. It was double date-ish. Right. I brought a date. My best friend was your date. Yes. <laughs> sure. What did you think of me the first time you met me? I'm really, you know, it's like digging to find something funny and like but complimentary at the same time uh, <laughs> you can just be honest <laughs> i thought you were cool i thought oh, i the thing that i had heard i suppose yeah how was i described to you before you i me? you were described as a um as an up-and-coming comedian <laughs> that's God. how you were described my best friend is just or like best. you know as a as a person who wanted to be a comedian yeah and so when you hear that what judgment do you make about a person i just expected zinger after zinger 
Oh, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> but I, you know, you were very well behaved. I just expected you, I don't know, I, everyone to be, I had that image of like everyone yeah. gathered around you, slapping your thighs in it, laughter. It's it's crazy because a lot of people expect that. And I typically don't tell people I do comedy until like a little bit in because like that's a lot of pressure to constantly. And like, I joke when I'm on stage and I joke with people too, but mm. also I just kind of want to relax sometimes, or I want to walk in a room. Yeah, you want to take an afternoon off? Yeah, I'd like to be <laughs> sad sometimes, you know. Like, sure. yeah. and most people are like, "Oh, I thought you were a comic." I'm like, "Fuck off! I thought you were a painter. You're not painting a wall right now. Like, come on." Yeah, true, true. Okay, so then when you met me, what did you think of me? That you were cool. That you were awesome. Did you think super you hot? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks, Ramel. Um <laughs> get your drink. Yeah. <laughs> um do you remember when I told you from this point on you had to be my friend? Because I didn't have any friends in LA. I don't remember that specifically, but I do remember getting a text from <laughs> the friend that was at that dinner saying you have to be her friend because she doesn't have any. <laughs> That is so embarrassing, but great. Yeah. And it was, the, my response was like the, the emoji with the flat eyes, like the, <laughs> this emoji. The, I don't know how you describe it yet. <laughs> straight eyes, straight mouth. Mm -hmm, exactly, mm -hmm. that emoji. Like, ooh. Yeah. Um, rude. Um, hmm. And then you invited me to a barbecue that you never followed up on. That's right, because I didn't. It doesn't still bother me. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I just didn't. I feel like you guys were, you and your ex mm -hmm. were a pretty compact, you know, posse. And really? You, yeah, and you did. I, I know we that, weren't even like we were dating, but we weren't like exclusive. So he was coming up to or coming down to LA to see like is there something enough there to yeah. constitute long distance or? So it was maybe that point in a relationship in a, you know, sprouting friendship mm. when you don't know if the person really likes you or not. So I didn't want to impose almost. Ah, okay. You know, because I thought, oh, they're doing their own thing. I'm not gonna like, you know, force them to come in by inviting them, but you know, clearly yeah. I was mistaken. Yeah, he was gone by the barbecue, so I sat alone he at was? home. Yeah. I didn't even know that. So thanks. Just finding that out right now. <laughs> We're finding um, out a lot about each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Sometimes I just take a peek at myself and I'm like, looking good. Look. <laughs> That's what I know. The complete opposite, in fact. But I forgot when Let's we do this. I forgot when we started this. When? Yeah, this podcast. I don't know. Feel free to trim the fat. Because <laughs> there's a there's none so far. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna sneak at my questions because I wrote some good ones. All right, shoot. Um, hit me. <laughs> Are you currently She's gonna do this? Really. <laughs> oh, thank you. Am I showing too much cleavage for the audience? <laughs> um are you working your dream job right now? Um, I would say in the, yeah, in my field, I, 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 I yes, right, boss? Uh, <laughs> okay, so no. Um, no, absolutely. You're working a great job, but if you working could- Working a great job. If you could do sound for any industry, any anything, what would it be? Well, I guess the thing is, I don't know that if I could do anything. Yeah. You know, I would do my job, but I maybe it's lost this lost her a little bit yeah i am super happy at my job but i don't know that i would choose to do it all over again you know if i yeah. had the chance i think yeah you know, probably just try something new but i am very happy doing what like I completely new or still in the music realm uh i honestly have not given this much thought so i'm kind of shooting from the hip i would say i would say something completely new okay something very different cool any guesses of what it kind of wavers for a while it was journalism i really you know really? i was like oh my god information knowledge <laughs> so cool 
And then, I don't know, it just, you know, it, it comes in and out. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so we hang out a lot and we watch a lot of movies. Some we, great movies we've watched, you and I. Really good movies. Yeah. I would say you're better at picking movies than I am. I think you've picked the MVP so far, which is the, well, actually we didn't watch this together, but you recommended this movie to oh, Okay, me. yeah, it is good. That's Some Kind of Heaven so good yeah definitely my fave some kind of heaven but I really liked um what was the one that we watched at my house um that was one of the academy award nominees promising young woman right that was great intense yeah. funny solid setting a little twisty at the end Ooh, love it doesn't like a good twist Ooh, in night Shyamalan action yeah <laughs> I that's my MVP of the movies that we've watched. Mm, you like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a solid movie. I thought it was great. Um, another thing that we do is update each other's dating profiles. <laughs> we have consulted, <laughs> yes. Did you take my suggestions? Well, yeah, I did. You I had a picture, I guess, that you didn't like, and I took it down. So yes. <laughs> have you been getting more hits? Well, that was a long time ago. Okay, so you've had plenty of time to do research. I think it's worth. Okay. I think so, yeah. I mean, do you want to go into that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're getting laid. We get it. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> okay, what's dating like in LA for you? It's good. I, you know, I've never really been on a bad date. I think. You've never you... been on a bad date. I don't think so I think I also don't I don't know that I'm the most controversial person you know like you just shoot the, like you just shoot the shit on a date it's not it's never been high stakes I've never also I've never really taken anyone like I've never flexed hard and taken anyone on a super fancy date does anyone go on a second date with you <laughs> yeah of course they do I will have you know oh <laughs> yeah but I like then what's wrong with me? Because my first date in LA, the guy was playing with his chest hair the entire time. I remember that. Just great. <laughs> For you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Look, I mean, I'm not dating anyone permanently either. So, or, or haven't been dating anyone consistently. So yeah, I don't, I don't know that I can judge. That what I can do you throw stones? What do you look for on a first date? Just uh fuck. I would say like what's gonna make you ask them on a second date clearly it's not sleeping with you <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a marksman you I know? know you're not you're a good guy right I mean look I it's not that I don't try to be a marksman <laughs> I just don't know so are you or are you not I just don't always you know hit the target um but <laughs> what uh, marksman is batting 100 <laughs> exactly, exactly but i would say that if they are if they are i'm gonna say things that are very cliche i don't know that i have anything novel to share if they are just light and and easy to talk to and funny yeah that does the trick for the first date that makes me want to hang out with that person yeah that's fair i guess it's just like hanging out with any new person right you just want to have a good time. Yeah. You want to, you know, get a drink, get a cocktail or whatever, and a few laps. Are there anything, is there anything that women do that's like an immediately, doesn't matter if it was an easy conversation, I'm not going out with you again. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know that, I, that that really comes out in conversation. I would say. But there's no like actions. Like what if someone showed up 20 minutes late? I mean, look, if they are appropriately guilty about it, then <laughs> I, I will let it fly. Let's see what appropriately guilty looks like. Just like very apologetic. Okay. Oh my God, I never do this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually showed up close to an hour late to a date. What? And, and she was still there? Well, it's not like I was, I, I kept texting her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, you know? I just thought of. So last weekend, <laughs> I texted you and I was like, what are you doing tonight? And you meant to text me 
That's right. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to get out of a date, but you texted that's me. The date that. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened to me. I usually don't fumble like that. Duh. And you still saved it and still had a date. I am shook. I think so. She came over, yeah. Or she at did. least you told me she did and bailed on me too. No, she probably did. I don't remember who this person was. Wow. But, but it, this is enlightening as a woman. Like it was last week. I think it was last Friday. Or no, it had to be two Fridays you have ago because really, I was out of I town. Think so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a really good memory also when it comes to those things. I don't. It's not like I, you know, I'm just. What do you have a really good memory about? Not much. <laughs> did you do a lot of drugs in your 20s? <laughs> Evidently, I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we were talking about this earlier, but I think it's an important topic. Mm -hmm. What, who do you think should pay on the first date? Okay, so I, I think now, I think that the guy should pay. Because okay. it's the path of least resistance. What do you mean by that? You, it does, it just, it's common, I guess, common practice and basic manners, I guess, for the guy to pay on the first day. Just yeah. don't, don't ruffle any feathers, dude. Just pick up the fucking check and pay. And if you feel hesitant about that, if you want, it's one thing to say, okay, I'm not going to take this person on a first date to a really fancy restaurant because I'm kind of feeling things out. Yeah. You know? So and go so on a beach walk. Exactly. Go on a beach walk. Or even if you do go out and get a drink, get a cocktail. It's one cocktail. It's one cocktail. It's not going to break the bank. Yeah. Um, and um, But I used to be of the mind that that you shouldn't, that, you know, on the first date, it, it should be both. It should be an even split. But then you came out with a really good reason, which I, in that, I had never really crossed my mind up until you mentioned it, which is... Well, I also think, like, just going back a little bit, if a guy pays on the first date, it's like, great, that's almost expected. But if he doesn't, it's like a huge red flag. Do you know what I'm saying? Having said that, I, I, what I used to do, and it was so clever in my mind, this <laughs> like, little trick that I used to do, which now, in retrospect, it's not. It's yeah. douchey. But I used to compliment them for because they always do the move like when oh, the check I comes always do the move they do the, right I they do, do the, the move. move that's actually one thing that still to this day kind of bothers me why if they don't do the move oh okay good yes i was gonna ask you this if they don't at least fake if they don't do the move i'm like you can't you're kind of a bitch honestly my friend chuck told me the same thing yeah that he will not take a girl out on a second date if she doesn't even like attempt she just sits there and she's like whatever and doesn't say thank you right i mean not saying thank you that's just being a full-on brat yeah but the move is um, not a must it's a no must where is he just doing things but i would say it's it's nice it's nice when they do the move and so what i used to do is when they did the move I would like let them do the move and then they would pull out their credit card and I would be like, oh my God, that's so progressive of you. I would turn it into a compliment. Like that's so, How I'm so glad that you are the so, women that you're taking out I don't know that I was being very successful back then. Yeah, I would say. Also, I feel like I'm coming across as this person who dates a lot of women and I am not. No, you're not for at the, all. God, yeah, everyone yeah. date Ramel. He's great. If you're in the LA area, highly recommend. Um, Thank you. Yeah, but my reason, <laughs> my reason, <laughs> my reasoning is as women, we have to pay more money just to show up to a date than you do. And what I mean right. by that is getting our hair done, getting our nails done, getting waxed. Like it takes us so much longer to get ready yeah shaving our true. legs like all of those things i think it's just a common respect thing for men to pay and i i won't go on a date with a guy if he doesn't pay on the first you will date. not no even if he is just like a fucking solid date and he lets you you know it just so happens that the cards fell like that like you but the cards don't fall like that. It's not like the waiter just like secretly takes one of our cards and pays for them. I guess so. Like it's a it's a conscious decision 
And I think for me, it's totally my own shit. I've dated mm. people who have taken advantage of me and like dated me for my money and like, cause I would pay for shit. I know I'm I not that rich. That so. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. I know I'm not like super rich, but I take care of myself. You really do. Um, so yeah, I think that's what it is for me. It's totally my own experience, but yeah, it's like a big, absolutely not. If someone pay, plays with their chest here during a date, I'm not going on a second date with you. How much chest hair plays too much chest hair play? Um, probably any. Mm. But so like, just a twirl is too much? A twirl is okay. One twirl. That's all you're but allowed. But like, okay, so the first date was we went to the park. It was super hot outside. So we we're both in our bathing suits. Hot tip, ladies, do not go on a first date in your bathing suit. Mm. Um, also, just, the chest hair was out already. Yeah. And so he was just laying there and like twirling it the whole time. Mm. Like a girl would twirl their hair like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for a solid 45 minutes, he could not get enough of his own chest hair. Right. Was he wearing a gold chain? He was not. Mm. He was not. Um, and then when I declined a second date, he texted back, but I love you. And I was like, you know, you got to listen to your gut. <laughs> wow, that's intense. Well, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't fall in love with me on the first date <laughs> is the real question. Um, okay, we are Done. part of a very good club. <laughs> mm -hmm. What's the club? Well, we are part of a very good club? Yep. What's the club? Yep. Should I keep asking the same question over and over again? First Wives Club. <laughs> First Wives Club. Yeah, we're both divorced. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Have you not seen the movie First Wives Club? No, I haven't. Okay, that's the next movie oh, really? we're watching. Okay, I'm down. Yeah, it's like the divorcees. <laughs> okay. How do you think being married before changes the way that you date now? Um, I honestly don't think that that informs it too much. Because I think when you are in a long-term relationship, you just develop a lot of bad habits of being with a person. And so if anything, I guess you need to shake those habits. Ah, that's smart. I and, never thought of it that way. And then you can, you know, the more you talk to people, the more, I guess, the sharper you become. When I, I don't know that I'm doing a very good job at explaining this. I guess you just lose your edge when you are in a relationship. You, you lose yourself if you choose to lose yourself in a relationship. And I know in my marriage and long-term relationships, I've unfortunately made that choice. Right. But um, I guess I've become a more a more understanding person. When you're single? Yeah, because you talk to a lot more people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and it's not like, you're more understanding because it, there isn't the buildup of issues that happens within a relationship, right? Like, it's not only did they leave their shit all over the place and they didn't, tell me goodbye and they woke me up early and now I'm just annoyed with their face right <laughs> which if one person did one of those things to me I'd be like silly <laughs> you know but like by the third thing you're like I want to murder you right right yeah I guess also yeah that's a good point I find that I lose that I've lost all of my tolerance for things that I don't like in mean? a person to a worrying degree so like if if anything annoys me from a person i'm like ah oh, fuck you you're worthless you know and then really right but then i have to catch myself and be like okay you need to everyone's you know not everyone's perfect you need to keep an open mind see i'm the opposite way and i give people such a runway mm, you're very tolerant i'm so unfortunately tolerant like I will give someone the benefit of the doubt until everyone is like, what are you doing? Right, right, right. And I'm right. like, well, it's partnership. No one's perfect. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but that's not even like close. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My friends are the complete opposite. My friends are like, Romel, you promised us a girlfriend. 
for a long time. Really? Yeah. You're fr- that's so interesting. Your guy friends want you to have a girlfriend. Well, it's not just guy friends. It's both like couples that I that yeah. are my friends. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm always just the one dude, you know, in the friend group. When was your last serious relationship? My marriage. Really? Mm-hmm. That's sad. That's so sad. It's not sad. <laughs> Everyone goes through shit different ways. But it's weird oh, to you. me that you think that it hasn't affected you and there hasn't been another relationship since. I don't know that I can unravel all of that. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not your therapist. <laughs> we don't have time to podcast. <laughs> I would say for me, I'm just like so much more hesitant to commitment. No. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I'm constantly like on the search for red flags versus just relaxing and getting to know someone. Mm. I like, it's like, I don't want to be fooled again. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to, I don't know. So was it a rough end to your marriage? Um, it was, I mean, everyone here probably knows your story. So maybe they know that I was married and I'm divorced, but it wasn't like, I think it was rough in the fact that you don't know that you cheated. (laughs) Stop it. I did not cheat. Um, it was rough in the fact that the divorce, we just stretched it out for so long. Mm. I think I knew for a very long time, but I just, really didn't want to be wrong right that was my first time in life where I feel like I like really fucked up and I didn't fuck up I just you know got married at 22 yeah <laughs> yeah I mean yeah me but I got married at 24 she was 21 yeah this has become a really heartfelt podcast a lot of uh true emotions oh my god sorry <laughs> I'm sorry Okay, yeah. Um, let's oh, wow, look see. at that list. I know, I told you I made a list. Good for you. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, we already talked about that. Dang, we've almost hit up all of my questions. Really? Wow. This is wild. Um, do you have any questions for me? <laughs> now that I've grown you? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't prepare. You should have asked me. Do you have any questions for me? I'm asking you right now. (laughs) I don't, I can't think of any. You can't? All right, what keeps you awake at night? What are you worried about? The homeless people outside of my window keep me awake at night because they're (laughs) constantly fist fighting. So that's not an easy way to sleep. Because okay. you sympathize with this because you also yeah. live in Venice. Yeah. The I, homeless activity is I told you I woke up on eventful. Thanksgiving morning to two gunshots outside of my window. Yeah. I was the only person to see the gun. That was me. <laughs> killed that drifter. <laughs> she had it coming. So then the cops, like, you know, wanted to talk. I was like, oh, I'm making Thanksgiving dinner. Sorry. The cops wanted to talk with you? Yeah, because I was the only person who saw the gunman. No way. Yeah. And you turned them away? I don't remember this story. You turned them away because you were making a turkey? Yeah, I have my neighbor downstairs, Patrick. You know Patrick. I've seen him, the older gentleman. Wow, I hope he's not listening to this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Is he an older gentleman? He doesn't like to be referred to as old. Fair enough. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The older gentleman. He like went and talked to the cops for me. Mm. They're like, oh, she's just even though he didn't see anything, he yeah. just gave a res- description of a random person. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> I don't. I was really scared. I was really scared. I you didn't want to snitch. Hells yeah. Right. Plus, like when it actually happened, I was still sleeping. And so I did a really white girl like <gasps> <laughs> and woke up and then I ran to the window like an idiot mm. who runs toward the gunshot I mean you want to see why do you want to see I don't know that's a good question because like it's a dangerous situation yeah I guess once you hear look it's one thing if the bullets are whizzing by inside your house then you don't go to the window 
But if you just hear it in the distance, you want to, you know, take a little peek. That's a weird human thing to do. Because like- I don't think so. But you don't know there's not more gunshots coming. Right, I guess it's, you know, of all the things, it's it would be very, very unlikely unless they were gunning for you. Based on you, I don't know that that would be very surprising. <laughs> but- Who would be gunning for me? <laughs> all your exes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, your hinge, ex-hinge dates. That guy with the chest hair. <laughs> oh my God. Hopefully he's listening to this podcast. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, you want to you wanna see. You want to see what's going on. Yeah, I guess that's true. But it's funny, right? Because it's like, what are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. Especially not talk to the cops if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> I picture you wearing an apron. And then, you know, just working on your gravy or something and you're being like, with with a full Texas accent, like, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry, baby, I'm busy. <laughs> okay. No, I was wearing nothing because I sleep naked. And so it was also- Damn. Do you not sleep naked? I do, yeah, I do. Then why are you saying damn? Well, I was wearing nothing. It's very suggestive. That's a, oh, I wearing nothing so while, naked means that you don't have well, but any you, you weren't sleeping, on. you were making a turkey. No, that was later. God, who makes a turkey with all this? <laughs> that would have hurt my tits. <laughs> We've gotten hot oil all over you said my that naked you didn't body. Wanna, you didn't want to talk to them because you were making turkey. No, dinner. I'm saying when I like first woke up and heard the gunshot and saw the gunman, I you was were. just like standing in an open window completely naked. <laughs> Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Fair enough. Even dumber. So then you woke up. Oh, the, the cops came the next day. No, they just came like an hour later. You know, LA. They were like a gunshot. Okay. This, this <laughs> sequence of events is not really making that much sense to me. So you were naked while you heard the gunshots. Yeah, because I was sleeping. Because you were sleeping. But then an hour later, you woke up and made Thanksgiving Well, I was dinner. up after the gunshots. It's not like I was like, and you oh, were like, cute. you know what I'm gonna do now? I I'm gonna make Thanksgiving. I'm gonna make the most intricate dinner of all of the year. Yeah, I am going to distract the shit out of myself because I'm shaking. I'm so nervous. Hmm. I think this is making you look like a suspect. If I was a detective, I'd be like this person. I ain't no snitch, Ramel. Stop asking me details. Come, Bowie. <laughs> Come on, Bowie. Are you putting Bowie between us because you think I'm going to shoot you later? <laughs> okay. Um, I ask some questions to all of my guests. Mm -hmm. The first one is, when is the last time you shit your pants? I do remember this, actually. Good. Let's detailed story. Let's go. It was a long time ago. It, I had diarrhea and I was a growing boy <laughs> of like six or seven. Why is that funny? <laughs> snorted I you're calling yourself a growing boy. I was a growing boy was a so growing I didn't boy. so I you know I I was with my grandma I remember this I was with my grandma and we were walking to the convenience store the little Mexican convenience store Cute. the little tiendita and uh, and we were about halfway there and I was like grandma this is not this is not going well and did um, she know did she just think your leg hurt if you just say it's not going well i think she knew exactly because i had been sick before oh, and okay. i was feeling confident and i thought i could make this trip <laughs> i could make it there and back but i didn't and then she was i remember her being really angry at me because you were about to shit yourself because i did because I shit myself and I had, and I remember not, she was I, it was, mad it felt you? like that sensation of like shit, you know, is this too gross? No, it's the question we ask every time. We, yeah, that sensation of shit running down the back of my legs <laughs> and like down my pants and like it getting stuck to my pants and like the back and forth, all that stuff. It felt so like so bad. And then she she was like, what? Like, she was embarrassed to be around me, you know? Because <gasps> I had done that. And I was walking funny. I was like, Aww. duck walking. I was like, doing that thing. <laughs> like, uh, they call in, in Spanish, they call it the bullfighter. Why? Because then, you know, you walk like a, uh, like a bullfighter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you have to stick up your ass. Yes. Um, 
And so I did that walk of shame all the way back to my house. And, and she wouldn't walk with you? No, she did. She was just yelling you know, at you the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Calling more attention. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <gasps> oh my God, that sounds scarring. Never again. You never shit your pants again. Never shit my pants again. Good for you. It is my one of my worst fear is fears is shitting my pants in an airplane. So specific. Tell me more. Because there's no way out. Especially if you check your luggage. <laughs> what are you what, you're take, checking just, all the luggage is what you're worried about? Just take about? yourself through this. Okay, take me through it. You are in a, you're sitting in an airplane. Okay. You shit your pants. Yeah, but you have clothes on you. Yeah, but you can't wear the same clothes. You shit your pants. You need to lose those pants. Yeah. And so you're... just leave them in the airplane bathroom. And then you walk to, back to your seat on what? With your new clothes on. What new clothes you've checked your luggage? Ah, uh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole ride, especially think... if it's a six-hour flight. <laughs> You really thought this through. <laughs> Do you think flight attendants like have an extra set of pants? Yeah, they just must. like some sweats some or sweat something. Yeah. Like if that were to happen, <laughs> or you know, like a a set, like you know, small through extra large. <laughs> <laughs> if not, they really should. I think so. They've got to have like a. I shit myself on this plane. Right, you would think. Oh my god, can you imagine you can like fashion... being in the back row? and having to wait for everyone to or like having to walk back to your seat and everyone sees that's my worst night that walk back is my worst nightmare so to prep for this do you wear like really thick pants in airplanes or do you do anything no weird i don't know that i do anything to prep for it i just know that it's a possibility <laughs> you know it might happen one day and then your grandma will be in your head yeah. yelling at you what did mm -hmm. she yell at you I can't remember specifically what she yelled at me. She was just unhappy <laughs> and embarrassed. And weren't you like, yeah, me too? No, no, <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't have, you know, like my wit was not that sharp to like <laughs> throw back exactly at six. Um, I, I just said, you know, I, I just said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could hold little Ramel. That makes me so sad. <laughs> how much longer was it to get back to the house like how far did you it was a full through? block and a half oh which yeah i, I don't know it just it felt, it felt weird it was weird and was trust between your grandmother and you broken for the no she was she's she was great <laughs> <laughs> i love my grandmother up until the day that she died and then you stopped loving her pretty much yeah what can you do you can't love a person who's not there you can love the idea of a person whoa what person's not there with you who do you love you love the memories that's what you love wow i don't know that that's a wow no this is like a wow i have never thought of it that way hmm. like my best friend from college died last year and i never like so you're just saying like day she dropped like dead. you love the ghost of your friends no you love the memories of your friend, which are great. Yeah, I guess, but I still love them. They're not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like when Bowie dies, you're just going to be like, oh, well, like, where does that love go that you had for that person? I don't know. Just somewhere else. It just dissipates immediately. Well, you love the memories. I mean, look at Bowie. Bowie's the best. Bowie has his head laying on my leg and his butt on Ramel. <laughs> <laughs> Bowie loves me. Hates Bridget. Hates Bridget. No, he doesn't hate Bridget. He doesn't hate other dogs. That's He's just true. not into other dogs. Yeah, but isn't that opposite of love and difference, not hate? Like, don't you still have to feel something for someone to hate them? I guess so. Like, I would so much rather someone hate me than be completely indifferent towards me. Mm. I don't know that I think about things in those terms, but I think you're right. What terms do you think about them in? 
Well, you know, I don't know that I. You just don't think. I don't. <laughs> okay. I just don't think of. I don't really pay much attention to how people feel about, except if it's, if it's people that I care. Then yes, I care about how people think of me. Yeah, I care less and less every day. Yeah, <laughs> that's the beauty of getting older. <laughs> you do, you do care less and less. Less and less. What um, a philosophical uh, turn! Oh my God, sorry for being we smart. Were, uh, <laughs> we were all up in the relationships then. <laughs> then shit. Then shit. <laughs> then dead people okay um 2020 was a hellhole but what one good thing came out of lockdown because like here in LA we were oh, on so many good things tell me um I but I think it's very specific it might be very just specific to my preferences yeah I'm asking you which so. are <laughs> which are I I, you know, we live close to the beach. Yep. It's always super crowded over here. Mm-hmm. Always, always very crowded, very active. And during the whole of the pandemic, it wasn't. So that was great. Yeah. It was just great to have more space, yep. empty beaches, mm. um, a perfect excuse to get out of things that you didn't want to do. A hundred percent. Oh no, it's COVID. It's COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, what else your friend group really uh slims down quite quickly it does yes it does in the best way i think so yeah and you can find i don't know you can you know find projects to do and entertain yourself and uh and i honestly i'm gonna miss quarantine a little bit really i think so i mean look i do miss a good live show and all of those things yeah but I was digging it. What was your, for a while? I was just fucking grooving. What was your favorite quarantine project? Uh, well, it sounds douchey. Now I really want I mean, to hear it. No, it's it was you know I I I, uh, I bought an old car and I rebuilt it. That's not douchey. It's pretentious, no. No, it's you rebuilt a car. If you just like went out and bought a really nice car and drove it around, that's pretentious. <laughs> but you I rebuilt so. it from the ground up. That's awesome. I mean, not from, I didn't mind the ore to make the metal. I can It's a saying. I can <laughs> You know what that means? Most of my listeners don't. Um, that's cool. I didn't realize you did that all in quarantine. Like when I met you, you had just finished it or you were just about to finish that it. That was my one quarantine project, yes. Because there was nothing else to do. So. And now you're building a motorcycle. Now I'm building a motorcycle. Just cool too. I'm more so, excited about that. Yeah, somehow. I'm not because it's a one-seater. You selfish. <laughs> Satan rides alone. <laughs> <laughs> So I saw that That's in a, gonna be uh, the title of this <laughs> I saw that in a t-shirt somewhere and I was like that's right where yeah. did you get it it was online and maybe I should have gotten the nft <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the image nfts are so over my head still like I've had multiple people walk me through but I still I'm just like why though do you want to go into that? No, we don't have enough time. <laughs> what does NFT stand for? Non-fungible token. Non-fungible token. Okay, well, you guys learned something today. Um, the one thing. What's the best advice you've ever been given? I have no idea. Uh, I don't what's know. a good piece of advice you've been given? Here's some, it's super cheesy. I'm always like, it's really cheesy. (laughs) That's okay. But my dad said um, that whenever you feel comfortable, that's the the moment. And this is not novel at all. I've heard that. Enough prefacing, you can just share it. But he (laughs) said, whenever you feel comfortable at a place, it's time to leave. And he he was like, you know, boats are safe in the harbor, but that's not what boats are for. And I was, I think like 17 when I heard it. And I was like, wiser words have never been spoken but it's true i guess if you want to you know if you have a curious mind and you want to learn things you need to keep yeah keep moving and move i have 
you know. How long have you been in LA? Since 2009, which makes it, I can't do the math. 11, 12 years? Yeah. 12 years, yeah. Yeah. And you don't feel comfortable here? No, I do. I think he, he didn't mean it geographically. He was like, as soon as you get a family, leave. That's <laughs> what I did, son. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> no, uh, that's of. not going to. Okay. <laughs> I hit a nerve. Um, what did he mean, though, if not geographically? No, like he in means your life? in your life, yeah. Okay. Whether it's your career or whatever, whatever it is. When you feel, I guess, like you're just cruising. Uh, then you need to do something to grow yourself. Yeah, that's fair. Totally. Have you read any good books lately? Yeah, I just came out of a Tom Robbins saga. What is it? Tom Robbins is, he's a novelist and he came out, I struggle with American fiction. Why? I just don't really connect. But there was a period of American fiction that I really did like, which was the anti-hero period of American fiction, which was like, you know, William S. Boros and uh, Pynchon and uh, what's the fucking Gonzo guy, um, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh. And, uh, and I love that like anti-hero, like really, really gritty literature movement in American literature of like the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. And Tom Robbins kind of came out of that. And I found him, I read a book called even cowgirls get the blues. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Way the blues. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> way there. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear your southern accent. No, it's terrible. That's Just, I, I can I can parrot it though. You can give me something to say and then I can say it back. Okay. Um, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. <laughs> that's loose. It's loose. It's not there yet. I need to practice. I need to. <laughs> Okay, keep going about your book. Oh, just so I read that book and it was it was great. I loved it so much. And then I read everything else by Tom Robbins, which I highly recommend. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> so I told Ramel before the podcast started if he did anything with his hands to explain it. And that's why he just yelled out finger guns, finger guns. for no reason. <laughs> that's right. For the podcast listeners, I am awkwardly pointing at the camera with my fingers it's wild to me that you were nervous for this you're great I'm very nervous still it hasn't gone away I feel like I've been locked I've been lost in your eyes <laughs> this whole time and so that that's, I told you it I'm would like just feel like we're basking in the warmth of Steph Foster oh wow what does that feel like for the audience very warm <laughs> like hell <laughs> like hell like hell baby is it like warm? like the devil is here with us right um do you have any friends that are artists or making things or selling things that you want to give a shout out to hmm no <laughs> no i <laughs> Uh, selling things, huh? I guess that would mean you would have to have friends. I mean, exactly. <laughs> uh, I would say I'm trying to like, I'm trying to do this in a way that I can say, use discount code Romel so that I can get some money on the back end of those sales. Yeah, you have to be an influencer before the podcast episodes. <laughs> That's how that works. Um, I mean, I have my friend Steph who has an amazing podcast that everyone should listen to. <laughs> that Ramel listened to for the first time last week. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know what I have been doing ever since. What do you think of my mom? Your mom is great. But I kind of got a feeling for your mom because of your Skype calls or FaceTime calls with, you know, your group uh, FaceTime. Yeah, you... So I've been a fan for a while. <laughs> so every Sunday my family does a group FaceTime. And so I, we must've been hanging out and it happened. Oh yeah. yeah I was sunbathing on your, how do you feel? About, topless. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, how do you feel about Paige and I sunbathing topless on your, I feel great about it. <laughs> is there a secret camera out there? Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> is there? <laughs> no, there's not. There's not. Is it weird that we're doing that when you're not here? 
You do that when I'm here too. That's true. Uh, no, it's not weird at all. Just not sunny side up, you know? That's true. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not, we're not that good of friends. Once we hit the one year mark though. <laughs> when travel bans are over, where's the first place you're going to visit? Um, I don't have anything in the books. Um, well, you can. I mean, I... I've been traveling. Yeah, you actually have traveled. traveled quite a bit. Well, just in the US, within the US. Yeah, it's still traveling. Right, but it's yeah, not very exotic travel. No. But so I don't know that I've been ever since, I don't know, last six months I've been traveling, I guess. So yeah, I want to go to Thailand. Crazy. Oh, yeah? So badly. I feel like I should have been, you know, hitting those questions back to you now now that you said that you want to go to thailand i feel like I yeah i was waiting duty. for you too I'm but so it sorry. just never happened wait, wait. <laughs> i'm never asking you terrible host, terrible guests <laughs> <laughs> no not at all um do you think we would be good travel buddies i think so that was not confident well i hadn't really thought about you in those terms so now um, I think so. I think we would. Yes, you have. You invited me on the ski trip. That's true. But it was a larger group that went on this <laughs> ski trip. I don't know that it's so ever it'd be been like safer. The, you wouldn't be responsible for that. Yeah. I think I think we would be good travel buddies. Yeah, you think? Yeah, because I think that we are equally like we like to be adventurous mm -hmm. as much as we like to watch a movie. That's true. We like the same food. You always, God, you always order the best food. I do? Yeah, you always know the good. What is the soup we had the other I'm getting day? Getting just showered with compliments. The best music, the best food. What I else? love hanging Tell out with things. you. Why yeah. do you think I hang out with you so much? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not your personality. <laughs> no, where did we, what kind of soup did we get the other night? It was the like. Cream of some young guy. The cream of some young no, I don't put that in my soup. Um, it was the it was like Mexican soup from oh yeah yeah caldo de pollo yeah thank you caldo de pollo and caldo de res and what's the place in Abacani we like Valle that that's right a shout out to Valle I love Valle uh, they're super rich so it's really not a shout out to anyone that is struggling they're a very established brand. But if you guys want good Mexican food, good Southern Mexican food, go to Valle. He's just saying that Canada. because every time he goes in, they give him free stuff because he orders from there so much. All the time, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's <laughs> true. I was featured on their Instagram as their best customer. Wait, really? Yeah, for real. When? <laughs> I know, it's weird. But yeah, I just... I it's right next to my office so i go in there and i order all the time and so like you were just saying and uh and i showed up one day and i was like it's me your best customer har, har, har. and the manager was there that? yeah but jokingly in jest and the manager was there and she's like you are barnon our best customer in fact hold that bag of food let me take a picture of you and i'm gonna put you in our insta which look i don't know that that's it you know, huge achievement, but they did. And then people were sending me that picture because a lot of people, I guess, that I know follow them on Instagram as well. They were like, just fucking endlessly mocking me. <laughs> did you become a meme amongst your friends? For, that? for a brief period, yeah. What, did you balk at all? Were you like, no, that's okay. Or were you immediately like, of course. <laughs> no, I, I don't, you know, you know me. I don't gram. I don't do any of those things. So You don't gram. Yeah, it was weird. Hmm. I don't welcome those things. Hmm. Um, you listened to my stand-up for the first time ever. I did. What did you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only asking because they already told me it was great. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought the best thing or the what I liked the most about it was that the jokes didn't have, it wasn't just set up joke, set up joke. It was set up joke and then evolve joke on that same premise like you just kept digging on that same premise which wow you're using all of the exact terminology by the way that 
like in the comedy world about premise and oh yeah yeah i'm impressed well, i'm just Did you very read a book? impressive like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know i i thought it was very clever very intelligent it was a very intelligent set so well done you god i love hearing that twice mm -hmm. um, <laughs> okay any last parting words that's it for us my friend Being that's it thanks for watching everyone or listening or listening okay bye adios adeo Bruh, I be telling you, bruh, she spits spray gas on the stage. She hella funny, bruh. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie Foster. Catch her on the stage, yeah, you know she's a monster. Hair done, nails did, always looking so proper. She the real deal like some homemade pasta. Everywhere she goes, she flow like the water. And she's too hot for y'all, unlike your mama. Always cool, no need for drama. She spits spray gas like a petrol llama.